Welcome to the Bloody Stream Podcast. I'm Brian, and I'm joined by our very special guest friend, Devin. Hello. <laughs> Welcome, children of the night. Oh my god. We're not doing vampires. You bur- I was going to say you burned that. <laughs> it's much better that, that we're not doing vampires. For true, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, as- keep them on their toes. <laughs> Oh, yep, that audience completely with the seeing the title before when they're listening to it. And well, they, <laughs> they demand content. No matter the circumstances, our voracious audience is demanding content. Ravenous, absolutely ravenous for content and will gorge down anything they can get their hands on. Um, as you can tell, Jorge uh, is absent this week. They've been banished to the Shadow Realm, and we wish them well in their trek back from that zone of endless horror. The zone uh, of feeling bad. The zone of feeling bad, a.k.a. the Shadow Realm, which they yeah. got banished to. I don't know what to tell you at this point. Um, but, yes, we are... Um, is there anything else? We just talk about the movie immediately. Um, yeah. The week's episode... I don't know how to do this show without... Or I just do the content part of yeah, this. Yeah, we don't, we I don't, don't know yeah, how to run anything. We're bit machines. We don't do... Th- <laughs> the so, yeah. actual admin of it. This what week, are we talking about today? We were just looking for a movie to watch today. Mm-hmm. And so we chose, we had two options. Either we could go Art House, as our pretentious little butts are want to do. <laughs> or we do. could go something that so goofy that Jorge would, you know, not want to do it. And we went Art House. <laughs> yeah, so we're say. doing... 1975, uh, Deep Red. Ooh, very good. Dario Argento. Dario Argento. The, like, the Italian horror person. Person. I didn't want to say king, because I don't, I'm sure, I'm sure immediately the second I say that, they're going to be, well, actually, Lucio Fulci was more of the, (laughs) like, you know, (laughs) was more of the standard bearer in that regard and sort of thing. And I'm definitely not super uh, familiar with this genre. Correct. It's called Giallo, I know, and it's sort of a 70s yes. thrillers, murders, very auteur. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Um, I believe it means yellow. Hmm. Yeah, the word Giallo is Italian for yellow. Okay. Um, the term derives from a series of cheap paperback mystery uh, with yellow covers that were popular. So it's basically like equivalent to almost like pulp. Okay. In a, in a yeah. way for American audiences, if yeah, you and have it, that distinction. Honestly, this movie was kind of pulpy. Like, yeah, it's scored by a band called Goblin. <laughs> All caps, Goblin. Who? Not Goblins or the Goblins or so and so and the Goblin. Goblin. Well, also not just <laughs> Goblin. There's like ten parentheses other names that they've <laughs> oh, gone <sure>. through. Uh, <laughs> Throughout their career. And apparently this was the beginning of a, a relationship between them and Argento. They did yes. a bunch more movies together. Yes. Um, for folks who might like have an inkling towards this genre or just kind of know the hits in this regard, hmm. uh, Dario Argento, a uh, prolific director in this genre, obviously. Um, the one you'll probably know is Suspiria, hmm. who also, that was another team up with Goblin in yeah. terms of the music. Yeah. Um, is this their first? Did you see the, this was the beginning of their this relationship? Is, this is the first movie that they did together. It's very good. <laughs> it is. It's um, a good movie. Speaking of that, we'll go. We can do a quick bit of the rating, and then we'll talk about the vibe and such like that. Uh, since I'm in control and have all of the power here because I'm running it, Devin, what would you give this movie? I would give this a solid Mr. Cool Guy. Like, yeah. 
definitely watch this movie if you like 70s horror movies. Mm -hmm. If you want some, you know, kind of over the top, but also freaky practical effects. If you like thrillers. (laughs) uh, It's not a perfect movie, but it's good all the way through, which is rare. That's, I was going to say, I run into, we we did... um, the other movie, the other uh, Jallo or at least Jallo adjacent um, film we've done on the show so far, I think we're going to do Suspiria at some point. Mm. Um, so probably be on the lookout for that. But um, we did City of the Living Dead, which is okay. Lucio Fulci um, with uh, Joe, a.k.a. Wormtongue. Blah, 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 blah. Um, you can go find that on the bloody... <laughs> st- I do it. Jorge called me out during that episode because on our other, on Outlaws and Old Ones, Joe does our artwork mm-hmm. for that show. And I do, I un, just to undercut John, no no effort to actually be funny, to be honest. Sure. I don't even think people hear it. Um, I go through and John goes, yeah, Joe, a.k.a. Wormtongue. And I just quietly into my mic go. And on our episode, I forgot to do it at the end when he was plugging the stuff. So where it was like, you didn't do it. And he's right here. And I'm like, damn it. I feel like an idiot. I feel um, for you, Joe. Being forgotten but, by your friends, Joe. But we, I'm a fake fan. I have no, yeah, fake I'm terrible. Brian, canceled. <laughs> plus L plus ratio plus in the mud or whatever. But yeah, um, we went over that. I completely forgot where I was going with this. Okay. Well, so. <laughs> so you take deep breaths, dear God. Basically, this movie starts, it's, if, if you listen to our episode on The Changeling, it's that same sort of vibe of like a little spooky. Oh, yeah. Little, yeah. little bit of telepathy. So that's a woman- who's a ESP person right in front of yeah. a crowd of people. She's like, sir, your name is this. And you have four keys in your pocket. I'm mystic Helga from Lithuania. And then later they tell, they say that she's German. So <laughs> who knows? No, we'll, Oh, hold on. Let's, let's first before we, before gonna, we yeah. I was going to say, um, let's do a bit of the vibe oh, yes. and a bit of the warnings. Sorry. I can, Hey, I was literally going, <laughs> yep, cool. We're just no problem. Whatever. Completely forgot that there's a structure to the show. The vibe is 70s Italian 70s horror. 70s Italian horror with um, a grooving soundtrack. Yes. I really, if, if you want to listen, if you want to see people get murdered to just funky prog rock, this is the movie absolutely for you. Also, if you want to know when exactly a person is going to get murdered, yes. this is the movie for yes. you as well. Absolutely. <laughs> because music is very good and incredibly tell like just yes. handing it out there's yeah. no like well, the it's movie, still suspenseful but definitely but you're, like you almost laugh or you're like jesus Christ. okay yeah, i get it like <laughs> I, would ab- I would absolutely agree that was something that i was thinking about throughout it i was like this is a thriller but it is not actually suspenseful because every scene where something's gonna happen you're like yeah we are walking towards the completely pitch black room. Yeah. We, and now <laughs> there's no confusion. Like, there's no, yeah. There's no like, oh no. Yeah. Or what is going to happen. It is, that's going to happen. But when? Yeah, um, so yeah. 70s murder, uh, trigger warnings. I would say definitely some light 70s misogyny, but like, yeah, to be honest, pretty positive portrayals the most and, and i was gonna say portrayals of women the throughout. most acceptable one i've like yeah. you know it's very much given there's no like yeah it's not yeah. just the movie the director going i agree with this bad point of view it's the director going you fucking idiots talk like this yeah. exactly and same with uh some homophobia yeah including the f slur 
mm-hmm. again, very like, no, this opinion is wrong. Yeah. I am depicting how, you know, society is in the 1970s, but yeah. also I don't agree with it. So take that in yeah. either direction. Exactly. You know? And it, you, that's part of the warning is to just know that it is in there so you can prep for it, especially yeah. if it's used in that context. Also a bit of animal violence. A little bit of animal violence, some scary dolls, and just Fuck. a lot of like... God damn it. Yeah. A lot of just <laughs> murder, you know? I don't know. It's horror. It's <laughs> that not, one. I was gonna say. I feel like that one. They know. <laughs> you gotta know. But if you were, if you were hoping for like a slow, quiet one, no, this one gets pretty bloody. This one. This one is like a series of spikes on a exactly. chart. Is yeah. just like quiet, quiet, quiet. Whoa, <laughs> quiet, quiet, quiet. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Definitely. Um, I think that's everything for pre-spoiler stuff. So we will. As I'm uh, knelt down on the disgusting, awful mattress that's just covered in doilies at this point as well, um, moving my teeny little fingers and thumbs around to do a sensual thumb circle to finally open the spoiler configuration. Okay, cool. You were so, saying about. I was <laughs> saying I ruined the first scene for you, poor spoily doily. I mean, it's. <laughs> well, viewers. I feel like the sentence you were saying was the description on every available thing. Totally. Which this is available on Shutter, Shutter. Hoopla, Canopy, Pluto TV. Pluto TV with ads, unfortunately. Unfortunately, with ads. We had to switch. <laughs> <laughs> we had to switch because I was enjoying it so much. And I literally yeah. went. I just went. No. Like, the first kill had just happened, and I was like, no. I am not watching commercials through this. It was was a very jarring commercial. (laughs) But, yeah. Pretty easy to get. Um, So, yeah, there's a a psychic who notices a murderer inside the auditorium where she's displaying her psychic powers. Yeah. And then later that night, the murderer comes and murderlertles her because she's like, (laughs) I know who did it. She's she's talking to her her colleague yeah. and she's like, I know who did it. I know their name. I'm going to go home and write it down. Bye. It's like you could just say the name right just now. Say it right. Talk. Do it. I did love. Um, and it makes sense. Like it's fine in terms of hand waving. But I did enjoy. We get a lot of. Um, uh, and I'd say very effective, like camera work wise. And cinematography, big A plot, like... Yes, absolutely. No notes, really enjoyed a lot. I mean, sure, there's actual notes. But, like, great stuff. Mm, enjoyed most of it. Uh, we get a lot of POV, like, almost beginning of... Ho- like, I could feel John Carpenter taking some notes absolutely. for Halloween yeah. in this as well. Yeah. Um, but we're, we get this POV, and she's kind of like, ah, the thought must have been so bad that it stagnated in this room because I feel it again. And I'm like... Maybe it's because the murderer is looking right at yeah. you from 10 feet away. Like. Yeah. It, it sets up a lot of... It, <laughs> it sets up, like, my biggest... Not even complaint, but yeah. just, like, a uh, thing that is most requiring my suspension of disbelief in this movie, which is, like, everyone keeps on watching people get murdered and then going, hmm, I should probably go alone into a dark room where the murderer definitely hangs yeah. out. Uh, not tell anybody where I'm going and not bring a weapon. I'm going to go ahead and run that back. Like, yeah. I just realized, I knew exactly what they were doing. Especially, like... There's multiple returns to scenes of murders, which mm-hmm. I was like, I'm going to... I love this, but yeah. God damn it, God. So many police not called. Uh, <laughs> they're called... They're called... Wa- 
one time and Twice. it's incredibly effective. Oh, they are called. They're called. Well, they're called like to the original murder scene and then oh, much course, later in the movie. But in between, there's just so much. Just like call them. Yeah. Uh, okay, buddy. I don't know why you think you shouldn't call the police here. There was a murderer in your house. Yeah, do it. Just say it's no problem. There's yeah, that's on a phone call where he's on the phone call with uh, Gianna, aka sassy journalist, uh, aka liberated woman, um, who I I guess his ego couldn't handle the idea of her calling the police for him. But she was like, he's like the murderer is in my house. Mm. I'm done. And she's like, do you want me to call the police? And he just goes, eh. No, wait a second. And puts the, just drops the phone like an asshole. He's the, I love this guy, but he's the worst. He's ridiculous. Yeah. So, moving on. <laughs> this, uh, the main character is this piano player. This um, pianist, yes. Pianist. What's his name? Mark? Mark. I don't remember his last name, but it is yeah. Mark. Definitely, for sure. Uh, like an Englishman in Italy. This is all happening in Rome and the environs. Uh which Ooh. this happens a lot casting wise where they get like the one right. essentially for like English speaking, but foreign mm-hmm. person in the movie. And then it's a lot of like other Italian people in it. Uh, again, in Suspiria, uh, I forget her fucking name, but she was in the Rocky horror. She's in a bunch of stuff, but uh, the one I note for weirdo horror people is uh, she was in shock treatment, which was the sequel to Rocky horror picture show. She plays Janet in that instead of Susan Sarandon. Yeah. Nice. Um, anyway, sorry. Yes. But <laughs> he is walking through, you know, the square where he mm-hmm. hangs out, um, sort of helping his drunk friend uh, get home. Yeah. And he looks up towards the window of his apartment building, sees this woman screaming, and then watches her get, like, brutally pushed through the window into a bunch of broken she, glass. That's... It, for me, I really enjoyed that like kill slash you know finishing part of that. It it this is this is what happens with a lot of this movie is it seems like it's going to be silly or there's a silly part mm. and then it goes brutal. So you're like, oh, like yeah. The, the, with that was very specifically like she gets bonked on the head, right? Like puppet pal style, like <laughs> bonk on the head, but then she goes through, and you're like, oh, like, yeah, Jesus Christ, that was way like. And I think uh. that's, I think that's more of an <laughs> artifact of being familiar with like how people did effects in the seventies sure, yes. and having it just expecting it to look silly. This one, like he or the killer, smashes her with a hatchet a yeah. bunch of times. That shit it's, was it's brutal. I was gonna say. uh Argenta, like everything plays it straight in terms of the violence and yes. the like horror of the situations. No, so it all like you feel it. You don't absolutely. Yeah, and I would I would say it like it's got a lot of humor and sort of humanity and fun throughout the rest of this movie. Absolutely. So that those spikes of violence are like, oh, we just saw you like having a conversation with your friend and now you don't exist anymore. It does. Jesus. It very effectively does what I think is the simplest, easiest thing that can happen in pretty much any horror movie. Slashers in particular, because this kind of, it's it's more of a mystery slash thriller. It's like thrillery slash. But there there's the, there's like yeah. those there's vi- the roots of it that kind of get pulled on. Absolutely. Um, as long as you make your characters interesting, yes, 
you that carries so much of the legwork for the effectiveness of the rest of your movie. Yeah. Like it can be this happened with Fear Street where we're like we like the characters mm -hmm. in this so we feel things when the madness happens. Like Absolutely. that's all you have to do. You have to establish a little bit of like hey, these are people and then we go, yep, we're on board. We're like signed up, cool, great, complete slaves to this. Even though it's all clunky seven like we were talking about earlier before recording. There's some weird 70s dialogue of, like, how people speak. Right. But yeah. it still weren't, like, we weren't, like, oh, they're inhuman. We didn't, like, disassociate with them or anything. Yeah, it's definitely, it's not even that I think the dialogue was clunky. It mm. just literally feels like, oh, this is 48 years ago, 47 years ago. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> they are literally two, gen two, three, four generations back. They have a different Absolutely. way of, of interacting with each other. And there's a lot of that, you know. Like we said, some misogynistic views. That yeah. Just roles of women and men that are very apparent. <laughs> <laughs> In the movie, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so we, yeah. we get to the murder scene. The cops are there. He's there as the only witness. He's you know, run up in there and, and seen a, a mysterious painting. Uh, <laughs> comes back throughout the movie. But he meets our plucky, amazing reporter, Gianna, who I was constantly telling him to marry. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like a, obsessed with the case and wants to investigate and she wants him to join. Uh, then she beats him in arm wrestling. So he's like, I don't want to work with you anymore. I hate you. She, it was a massive, I, that was uh, literally the exact line, I think. Um, it was... <laughs> <laughs> you're was, not going to play the game correctly. Why would we even play it? My like, favorite part. True, like, coddled white boy absolutely <laughs> freaking out that he couldn't beat a girl in arm wrestling. It's very funny. He is this very weird neurotic with yeah. this, like, inherent misogyny, like, baked in. Mm -hmm. But he gets so thoroughly owned on, like, multiple, like, literally just yeah. the checklist of how you can get owned. She's cool like she's flirtier and cooler than him absolutely she's nicer than him in terms of like bringing him on and like helping whatever then she you know fights dirt she fuck it i don't give a fuck like i'm gonna win this she immediately grabs his arm and slams it down i'm like owned that's awesome yeah. and then he's like do it fair do the rules <laughs> and we're like okay little lord Fauntleroy here she sits and they stop and like take it the scene's like a minute like yeah. full of just him going are you are you hey you don't go until i no say elbow ready. Elbows on the table. And like, yeah. at Just first you're like, oh shit. Boy. Complete stalemate. And yeah. I'm like, good. This is, everything's correct here. And then she beats him again. I'm just like, this yeah. is, I love the, yes. Dev the, the correct, the thing, the statement was right of marry her immediately. And <laughs> it only, it only furthers through the rest of the movie. <laughs> so from there, we just kind of move on. He's in the paper because she takes a picture of him. And so the murderer just. It feels aggressively to, unethical. Yeah, completely, completely the wrong choice. Picture, name, address, pretty much. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, like in the header, it's like, he lives right above her at <laughs> 3 p.m. Yeah, like the office. <laughs> and so he almost gets murdered. Like we said, does not call the police about it. <laughs> Continues his investigation. Um, and from there, mostly, you know, you can kind of guess. It, it's got... Yeah a plot that it's moving through. They find perhaps it's this person who's in a book that my friend once read. Yeah. And like, Oh, this lady who read, the, who wrote the book might know who it is. Whoop. She got murdered. And oh, okay. Well, 
I took a picture <laughs> out of the book and found the house where it was happening at. Oh, someone else got murdered. Yeah, there, <laughs> like, this was this was going to say to, to put it succinctly is uh, Mark sets out to find the killer and gets the killer to murder a bunch more people. Yeah, absolutely <laughs> all his fault. Fully stated in the movie, stated by anyone who's watching the movie. <laughs> One murder happens. Because a psychic yeah. found a murder. The impossible thing happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then this dude is like, I'm going to find out who did it. And the murderer is like, no, you Stop. are not. <laughs> I did the one murder. And I, like, that's the other thing. And this is the discussion we were, you started to have was like, the the killer is clear like in the film is supposed to say it's basically like mentally you know like has a psychosis or Certainly. i believe they say schizophrenic paranoid yes yeah um th- we see the one like murder that the psychic saw but it's not like the psychic when they followed up like saw any other murders they did say you will kill again true that's fair yeah but isn't that sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy? Because the media knew and pointed, literally went, didn't just go, ooh, that's a weird vibe, I don't like that. It was, there's a murderer in the house. It points right at him. Points, just points. Just, yeah. po- we don't see you. it because the Dario Gento is good at like doing this. this you yeah. know, oh, who is it? I don't know. Um, oh. Not really. I mean, we know. <laughs> you don't have to be good at a it's movie for true. to be like, I'm not going to show you the murder Look, in my murder mystery in scene one. For true. Although, he kind of does. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Oh, He's pretty good at making movies. <laughs> what, does this guy make some movies or something? Jeez. And so this That's is, awesome. I will... <laughs> I know we're already under the spoily doily, but this is a complete spoiler. So, you know, skip ahead. Yeah. Uh, this is another thing we completely missed. Uh, you should watch the movie before you listen to the episode. Well, I think that's important. You're already in here, but yeah, doily for true, at this point. point. Right? Well, but some of them we go. Eh, don't worry about it. It's never mind. <laughs> I don't know enough about this. <laughs> I'd say I don't know how to do it without <laughs> telling me what to do. But. Yes, this is a big, this is a big thing. The painting that he sees as he's walking down the hall is stuck in his head and he thinks it's important and eventually it is revealed that it was not a painting, it was a mirror. And yes. so right in the beginning of the movie, you can see the murderer's if you're face. E- yeah, eagle-eyed viewers can actually yeah. just see who it is. Who exactly. Because yeah. she's, um, she's standing and she's, you can see her in the mirror. It's great. It's fucking great. It's very cool. I love it so much. Um, I did want to talk about, so Jallo is this sort of specific genre, uh, which specifically brings up a killer with black leather gloves. Mm. And I just want to say, I thoroughly enjoy that. And 1 million percent zip up black gloves should come back. I don't care how or when, but I, I saw them and I was like, this is the sickest shit I've ever seen in my, like, Why? What I'm, on earth could they... Why? I'm going to be honest. I think they're silly, but... They, oh, of course they are! And that's why I love them. <laughs> they're ridiculous. They are cool. They have a huge zipper on the <laughs> yeah, on the back. Yeah. 
and then you put your hand into them and then pull this gigantic <laughs> ring big attached loop, to a yeah, zipper big hoop to like <laughs> close your black leather murder gloves. Like it, it really I, takes black leather murder gloves to a new level. I don't understand it at all, but I thoroughly enjoy it. Yeah. Um, I also enjoyed seeing them and a bunch of other random items on the what I'm going to call opening credits, even though they definitely weren't because yeah. the opening credits happened at the like very beginning. There's literally, it almost feels like a cold open because mm. we, the, the actual start of the movie is just, you know, Dario Gento, blah, blah, blah. Right. And then immediately into, um, what was the other song? you? T- oh, the Nausicaa of the Valley of the oh, Wind geez. song <laughs> being played over a homicide. Yeah. The murder, the murderer has a, uh, a children's song that is played for pretty much every murder that they do. It's a very good, yeah, like they kind of use it to recreate or like, you know, evoke the same feelings from that, um, which is used to great effect. But I kept doing, it's not, I don't think it's the Care Bears, but I kept doing la, 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 instead of the actual (laughs) song that's happening. So I fell back because I'm like, I'm butchering this. This is not right, but it's very good. I think, I think, it's really, really hard to put a children's song into a movie, especially yeah. now because it's been so overdone Completely. in horror, to be honest. but I'm sure 45 film students took notes on this and went, that's right. so great. I love the like dichotomy of like yeah. the violence and the innocence put together and exactly. the loss. Yeah. And so it's like, it's good. Is it the... Is it the yeah. children's song that's actually creepy or is it just a kind of silly children's song? Absolutely. Up to you how much you're into it. Um, oh, I was just going to say there's a definitive answer, and it's the latter. It's, it's <laughs> yes, it's still, it's good. Like, again, big fan of this movie. Really enjoyed it. Like, very engaged the whole time. But, yeah, it's a ridiculous song. Yeah. That's when it first started. I was like, oh, we're doing this. Cool. Great. We're going nuts. I love it. And I think what made, I feel like we haven't talked about why we liked it, <laughs> really. But Do we ever? <laughs> right. I think for me, it is hugely about the cinematography. I think it, yeah. you know. I really like the way that 70s directors were framing and shooting movies. They feel kind of intimate, but also very beautiful. There's a lot of shot choices where it's like, yeah. there's a lot of angles here that are very pleasing to the eye, right? Yeah. And it also transmits a very, like, a sense of he's in all of these kind of abandoned places. He's He's tracing back the life of this murderer and trying to find them and you really get a sense of like oh it would be extremely scary to walk into an old abandoned mansion on the outskirts of of rome and like look for a murderer who was in your house yesterday he kind of plays it a little like well you know i'm just going to go into and look around whatever up to you whether he's it's that sort of like 70s guy it, it is it is very good at the like i don't know it, it it does evoke that kind of thing where the audience is going sort of the audience equivalent like distilled down is the equivalent of why are you running upstairs run out mm. the door when the killer's there sort of yeah. thing like what are you doing oh my god yeah but it's not from pure stupidity on the parts of the characters it is from like the movie is essentially agreeing with the audience going this is scary as fuck place and he's in danger yeah. for going there like yes. these people it is not a good idea that they are alone in this so you don't feel that like ugh this movie's ridiculous cuz the character's being a ditzo it's like 
if he wants to learn more, he has to do this. There's yeah, no, it, and the movie's going, you have to take this risk, you know, sort of thing. And I think like in a more modern movie, we would portray him a lot more like obsessive. We would yes. do more to kind of explain why he's obsessed with figuring out who's doing these murders, which he doesn't, he doesn't really, but he is. Maybe it's because the police are completely inert and inactive <laughs> and have him, yeah. no Don't desire or drive to follow any clue whatsoever. True, but he also does. It feels like it's. <laughs> Sorry. It feels like it's an obsession for him, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> I was doing. I was pulling a Jorge there and doing the head cannon for myself. Of like, why would a guy? They didn't t- say why he did this, but you know, whatever. I mean, um, you're not wrong. Yeah. They there are like Dude. a maid who's in the house of a murder victim is like, the police never figure it out. It's always a maniac and they never find the maniac. <laughs> now I'm going to go wipe up all the blood. And in it's her like, universe, okay. that's just true. It's not even a commentary or anything. It's just yeah. right. That's just exactly what happens. Cause the, the cop, the one cop we talked to, which um, this is the other thing about seventies Italian horror specifically mm. is what I was saying is you can get, you have your one very much English as a first language person, i.e. whoever which main character, whatever, whatever main character it is. But then you have other people and they have varying levels of competency in English. And then like, well, it's all overdubbed though. Exactly. That's also the other thing is it's all overdubbed anyway. Um, And one of them very specifically was the cop going, I have the line right here where it was just, uh, he was like, oh, read people's thoughts? Like, because you're talking about the medium who got killed. And it's just, you look at the shot, and his mouth is not moving. Yeah, his mouth is completely still. His mouth is still. not moving. It's com- a line, a line yeah. in his head, completely mm-hmm. like he might be sealed off sort of thing. Yeah. And it was just a line came out. I'm like, oh, you're the medium, because you've clearly spoken without saying words. That's incredible. Well, my favorite part about the cop, who definitely, <laughs> looking at the credits, he definitely had a name. I don't know when they said it. Never, but he no definitely way. had one. He, in like one of the climactic scenes, like the, the penultimate climactic scene, yeah. uh, the main character is staring down a murderer and the cop like shoots at the murderer through a window and then dives in through the window and the murderer runs away. The cop looks at his jacket and notices it's ripped and goes, ugh. And then looks at the guy and goes, hey, you might have almost died. It's like, yeah, that's a murderer. The other detectives are like, hey, he's going over there. That's my favorite part is the complete, this altercation happens, which by the way, I don't think it's ripped. I think a bullet went through his jacket. Maybe. Like I I think, no, but like either way, it's still like, he was in a very bad altercation yeah. and simply got in the window and went, my job is done. And that's that. The bully, the bully does away. not follow the murderer. <laughs> the murderer runs off and then gets killed by a garbage truck. An awesome, upsetting yeah. kill. <laughs> yeah. yeah the, in terms of, there's like several upsetting kills. So we've, we've covered psychic dying. We have who gets uh, hatchet style. It's ha- pretty yeah, and then the yeah. and then window yeah. Uh, then we have woman getting boiled in her own Ooh, bathtub. That one was real. It's like upsetting. uncomfortable. It's yeah, a lot. And then she pulls a uh, Constantine and writes a clue. <laughs> Damn it! You said that before. In the steam, steam from the uh, from the hot <laughs> bathtub. So. You know, I'm always bringing you guys the hits. Oh, my God. 
We have. God, uh, I can't believe you. <laughs> guy, God, we, the one that really freaked Brian out. There's man yeah. in study. Okay, we're gonna talk about it. standing, <laughs> yes. by, standing back to back with a bookcase, like I'm about to get murdered. And then the door opens, and a three foot tall yeah. clockwork doll, literally starts, almost automaton style, yeah, yeah, like shoots forward at him, and he smashes it with a knife. <sighs> and then he's like. Ah, okay. I did it. Ah, the murderer was a robot. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah, murderer like... was a small doll, and I got him. <laughs> I'm done. And then, pow! Oh, what did you say? You tooth said play. tooth play. They, they, <laughs> the murderer grabs his head and puts it into the mantle and like smashes his teeth. Mouth in. open. Mouth yeah, like... open. <laughs> then mouth open into a table and smashes him yeah. there and then like back to the mantle yeah. then back to the table and then stabs him it's like dude just leave his teeth alone you're gonna kill him anyway yeah what is this for? it was it was like you he was prepared the the killer was preparing for a curb stomp yeah which was truly i that's why i was like gee oh my god every one of them was like stop i don't do i hate this now um i want to talk about that scene a little bit because <laughs> i just want to bring up why like Devin even was just like, oh, that got like, that ooh, that did it for you? <laughs> and I was like, yes, it did. Um, because I think there is a similar scene, I also think there's a similar scene in Suspiria, mm. um, where a do- like you're kind of looking at a static shot of like nothing, and then a door opens and someone comes out to like slowly approach. Right. Um, I think Dario Chendo, going to the well again, really just reuse, you know, wow, dude. Um, can you believe that incredibly <laughs> effective thing? Well, you used it again? What an idiot. Um, the, the, the idea about it for me especially is like, um, I don't like jump scares at all. I have no, okay. I have no time for them. I don't yeah. think they're good. I think they're fundamentally cheap, no matter how effective. Even Like, people can okay. set them up right. I'm not disagreeing with that. But like, I always am like, yeah, I get it. Of course, of course I'm scared because something suddenly jumped up at me without warning. Like, who would have guessed? I'm surprised by that. Um, this is kind of that, but not really, because of its intense, like, the lack of movement or engagement in either editing or cinematography mm-hmm. is, it's just, you're staring, yeah, you're staring at, at the wall. Room. You're yeah. staring at, like, one part of your room, and then just the door opens there's a a bang with it but like not like whoa and like jump zoom in it is just open and the thing comes eerily like you know obviously the movement of a robot like a scary gross doll monster exactly yeah so i was just like oh my god oh my god and it doesn't like cut back to a reaction until it's at him like until the 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 conflict with it is there so it's just oh i'm stuck in this room with this thing Jesus right. Christ, like, yeah. I'm very upset by this. Um, that was what did it for me. Was no, like, I mean, yeah. Definitely <laughs> scary. And I, too, was, you know, off-put by it. Yes. I just, you know, dolls are not a thing that really bother me. This one's gotcha. full of dolls, by the way. I know we said that, but it's really Oh, full yeah, of there's, like, well, yeah, the whole bunch. Yeah, a lot of hanging imagery mm-hmm. with, uh, had no understanding nope. where it came from. I think it's from the Christmas tree. What, what do you mean? Like uh, just the idea of all of order, the objects or? that we so we see oh, in the intro. Yeah. There's this black velvet with a bunch of different objects. That when are the first awesome goblin song happens, yeah, yeah, tangentially, seemingly related to the film to the murders. Um, the original right, murder yeah. happens on Christmas yes. Day, and there's a Christmas tree in the background. So I think all of the dolls that are like hanging 
or gotcha represent ornaments okay that makes way more sense yeah that's the uh, this was the other to get into like one of the i guess fun, fundamental critiques of this is mm. um for me and again it might just be from timing whatever is i didn't have an issue with shot to shot editing like i think all of that is actually very good there's a lot of like good um we're sitting on a medium of a person into a close-up into like an extreme close-up on their eye or something yeah. like those are really good to like yeah, hone in cool ah shots. paranoia easy stuff basically yeah like almost layups of what you would think in 20 in 2022 sure. with with a hundred years of film experience behind sure. us right. we go ah these are effective shock of the century Absolutely. um i had more problems with scene to scene editing like larger scope editing it's it's hard to ground yourself in time throughout this movie it is all going chronological but it's like oh okay we're here what <laughs> yeah you kind of feel like you're it's like you fell asleep on a bus and woke up at the next stop and you're like well i completely missed exactly hold on a second like yeah, like we cut from a library where the guy is reading the book of this woman who might have information and then immediately cut to like her house yeah exactly like, like oh i guess okay so that part where at the end it was kind of POV was the murderer and the murderer <laughs> heard or saw him reading this yeah. book and then went to her house faster than he did and murdered her really quick. <laughs> cool. That's like, fine. Yeah, pretty much. I don't really mind it because it's, you know, it's a horror movie. People are going to get killed. Exactly. Yeah. But definitely. If... It's yeah. mostly with an idea of a mystery or a thriller where, mm -hmm how you're doling out information yeah excuse me matters that when some like i didn't understand i was like okay this woman had this story and then we were already there and i'm like are you okay you're the woman because i see your mailbox like you, you're doing that in terms of like here's where we are but i'm like yeah wait what are you no what's your point with this what are you doing it's you true. have this pick wait hold on and then already getting like already in the murder scene not even like yeah Here's some expositional nonsense say, to be like, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I agree that it's not the shot for shot because I think everything is established. You can figure out where you are in time and space 100%, at any moment yeah. in this movie. It's not like difficult to follow Yeah, in that sense. It's difficult to follow in that it's like, oh, we kind of needed a scene explaining what was going on. Maybe. Yeah. Like, or points, it would have helped. Yeah, Why like... stuff was happening, who people were, why... <laughs> characters other than the main by the way we like this anything. movie yeah no no <laughs> i just it but was like, just funny to go we were confused about who people were and what was going on and i know that's like, what i'm saying i'm not i'm not confused about no, who they not, were yeah. i'm conf it's like i'm asking hey can you also flesh out this tertiary character yes and that's what would boost this movie up to like oh my god how did you get all this information into this incredible movie type so it's like, yeah you know type of territory in this one, it's just sort of like, we got the main guy, we got the murderer, we got the reporter, maybe like one other person, and that's the characters yeah. who actually exist. Everyone else is like, it's-a me, the policeman. Oh. <laughs> oh my God. It is. I mean, it no, that's is. for true. It's just... <laughs> By the way, this is... <laughs> immediately made me think of this before um i do I, I was bringing up you know lucio fulci and dario argento uh i just wanted to say big shouts out to italy your names are dope Beautiful. i love yep. all of them they're super good uh even 
Mario has suffered because of a the plumber, Italian right. plumber, um, but it's still good. I think Luigi is the roughest one <laughs> simply because on its own, I'm not saying it's weak. I'm just saying it's in a category of like complete winners and it's just right. good. Mm-hmm. And then it also is attached to Luigi. So it sort of brings it down. Like you're kind of like, yeah, that's like a dude who's down on his luck. I don't believe that you do. I don't believe that you could paint the Sistine Chapel. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, that's all I'm saying. You're not a Luigi Nono fan? <laughs> no <Not> way. <laughs> avant-garde. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm, an un- I'm a Philistine. I don't know any of who, who I is don't know Luigi Nono? Can you... he's, he's an avant-garde composer. Oh, excellent. Cool. Yeah, Great. He's, okay. He's pretty good. Um, <laughs> See, he's just pretty good. He's not even needing to No, he's quite good. He can blow he's your hair good. back. <laughs> but I Big think Luigi energy all... over there. <laughs> the only thing I'm going to say about this ridiculous tangent that we are on That's the... <laughs> is that I think every Italian name is great yeah. said by an Italian person. If Ooh, you have yes. someone who's not Italian saying a name, sometimes it's like, you know. The it, score, yeah, it oscillates yeah. wildly in terms of effectiveness. Just silly, silly McBilly. If you're watching the <laughs> Super Mario Brothers TV show, it's silly. Mario's a silly name. If you're <laughs> being spoken to by a beautiful, dark haired man in a smoky bar and he tells you his name is Mario, you go, wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you lose composure for yeah. however long it takes you to get back. Um, absolutely 100% agree um, the other thing I wanted to bring up was Goblin mm. um, you mentioned they were a prog rock band who mm. and as we talked about formed this uh, fruitful relationship with Dario Argento in terms of making music for the movies Right. Um, I wanted to bring up I, I titled the four songs that I noticed in this movie um, which is one the very cool main theme Right. Uh, which is is exactly as it is titled. There's right. no. It is just really good, enjoyable. It's a lot like there are two scenes where we kind of go across this black background with all of these important items. Yeah, and it plays during that and a couple other scenes. Great the whole time. Big A plus. No notes. There's the second one, which is I like to call "You're Going to Get Murdered," which plays. Which starts literally right as the killer is about to reveal themselves in every scene. Every single scene. It plays. And then they die during that song, usually. Um, That was the other thing about the doll thing, was they play it, and then they stop on that shot. Right. And then the doll comes in, and I'm like, oh, my God. like, And then it comes back. Like, they play with, they kind of pull the rug out. It's a spooky scene. It's definitely the scene that you would like really feels like I'm... Really feels like I'm justifying this super hard to deafen about why I was scared during. Why are you fucking scared, bro? Why are you scared, scared about a stupid movie? doll, dude? Dude, this movie's like 48 years old. This shit's not even oh, fucking scary. No, I hate this. Oh. <laughs> like <laughs> watching Pyramid Head like stick a knife through that girl's pussy was fucking scary as <laughs> shit, bro. I'm God. sorry. I apologize. That's aggressive. That. I mean, you're not even wrong, I'm, but that's just aggressive. I know. <laughs> That was like his opening. His introduction is like banging out like four mannequins or whatever. Yeah. It's really disgusting. No, I know it's, it's a fuck, truly fucked upsetting. Up fucked up movie. Fucked up game. Oh my god! Big shouts out Silent Hill. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for that bro who <laughs> appeared. He just ran in and took. Yeah, who was that? Me. Wait a minute. That was. <laughs> He's run out the window. I'm, but I'm that Italian <laughs> cop, so I'm not going to do anything about. Yeah, I'm not going to do things. Oh, uh, the third song I had was only. I think I only noticed it once. Though I'm bad at uh, 
remembering things, so <laughs> I'd probably hear another time, was during, there's an investigation of the old childhood home of, or, yes. you know, the old home of this killer. I'll quote yes. it that way. Uh, which I called One Sexy Investigating Song, which was just a very borderline erotic uh, yeah. style, like a lot of more like saxophone style or like that sort of thing. There was um, no saxophone, but yeah. Sorry, uh, yeah, you're completely right. Just grooving. It was just grooving. It was just grooving, thank you. Yeah. And then there was uh, the fourth one I noticed, which was partially during the OSHA violation was I simply called we are a prog rock band because at a certain point yes, it just breaks absolutely. down into absolutely. absolute like yeah no I was insanity. not insanity firstly I did not follow was not following the music at all because I, every single time <laughs> Goblin started playing I was just like running over and over in my head was damn these cats can really play <laughs> just, just imagining a dude at a bar in Rome in 1970 ooh wow <laughs> What are you guys doing to me? You know? I gotta get them in my project. Gotta get these guys into a movie. But secondly, you very much glossed over the ocean oh. violation. There's just a scene of him <laughs> hanging off the side of a mansion. Like he looks at a picture and is like, oh my God, there used to be a window here. So I'm going to go bash the window that's been plastered over in with a hammer. On hanging the off of outside of the building. Outside the building. Falls off, goes down a rain gutter, <laughs> then comes back inside the building and opens the wall. Goes through on the inside to the room. Like my he's, brother, he's, you could have done it from the like, start. There's no like ah, now I've identified where the room is. He's just like oh yeah, you know what? Oh, yeah, it was right. Let me check. I identified it from the picture. Yeah, this, like this I was a better way to do it. Let me go knock this door open. <laughs> Wanted him to look at the camera and be like, oh, never mind. You're right. This is the better way. I appreciated this. Followed directly um, yeah. by what I think is the most jarring moment of the movie, which is he, this is the killer's home. He opens up this bricked over room, yeah. sees the scene of the Christmas tree mm-hmm. and the presents and a dead body that's been there for, you know, ages. Um, and then gets knocked out. And then he wakes up in the lap of the reporter with the house on fire. Yeah. And I think it's good. But I will say that is the most like, what moment for me? Of yes. Just, like that transition was a little too sharp. What it made me think was because we had been getting the we we had been getting clues to be like I was talking about how confused I was and I wasn't that you know like right you could still follow it it was just little things I was like oh this huh but we're getting the we're getting this picture of basically a recreation of the scene like the the preemptive murder, the fir- murder we're talking about. Exactly. Um, and we revealed that there are three people, like we see two people, a kid mm-hmm. and... A uh, victim. Uh, yeah, the victim. And then we see a third person in it from like this wall thing coming off later that the main character doesn't yeah. see. And I'm like, oh, sick, great. When the knockout happens into him waking up outside with the journalist, I was like, oh no, it's a heel turn for the journal. Like the journalist yeah, is one of the bad guys. Like there are two bad guys and she is one of them. That's, like, Oh that's, shit. That's what that scene was for me was just like, it's definitely her. Yeah. And then two minutes later, you're like, Oh, it's, no. Oh, it just really isn't. Okay. Yeah. She, just, <laughs> she did just show up off screen and pull him out of the building and is still a good guy. It looked, it seems like the murderer just bonked him on the head and then, left them to burn in the I think that's I think think that might be it is that they just left them to burn to me I think it's that the movie is 
at that point too interested in only following Mark. Like yes. We okay. I see what you're saying. Stop diverging to other characters to see what they're up to at any yeah. point, except for when they're getting murdered. Except for murder victims. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's either Mark or someone getting killed or someone dying. Like, we could have shown her just like pulling him out, so that we know that Absolutely. she was a good guy. You know. Yeah. But small complaints which was also great because the one other scene she gets is this very it's like you were talking about there is a lot of humor and heart in this in the like a couple of scenes we get is him talking to her at this cafe which has its phone right next to an incredibly steamy espresso machine machine. like geez even he's like multiple times he's like could you just what is the deal with this phone being right here could you fucking please um no (laughs) Sir, you're an espresso yeah, bar. Fuck, you. fuck off. I don't want to tell you at this point. Um, but she has a great, like, you can tell her. You do get an easy bit of characterization on her in her interaction in this very busy newspaper, like, uh, office. Yeah. It's just, like, she's pulling, grabbing people and using them as notepads and then, like, giving yeah. them, like, a, doing, like, the kiss the, kiss uh, the hand, hand and then put it on them. And they're like, yeah. thank you. And you're like, oh, you're great. I love you. You're awesome. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Marry her, Mark. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing with your life. You engineer slash pianist. <laughs> Which was, this is what I'll say also. A, I'm sure it wasn't as subtle, but it is like, oh, she is the, we know from our evaluation via other characters that the killer is a paranoid schizophrenic. So, so and they it's a broad blanket statement sure. but basically they're like it is someone who's great like you know who yeah. who is not operating the same way sure. and so her the woman this uh the woman we see who is carlo's mom the best friend's mom sure. is constantly referring to and not like retaining the information that mark is a pianist yeah. but thinks he's an engineer so there's like Again, a second viewing, you'd be like, oh, shit, of course. Like, Yeah, no, definitely like a lot of thrillers, it's all there on the yeah. page. It's there for you if you want to really like who did it. Mm-hmm. It's there. Exactly. Um, who she was, I don't have her name up, unfortunately, in front of me. But I did love that she was the woman who was the mom in this is a former really popular actress. Clara Kalami. Kalame? Kalamai. Kalamai. Um, Clara Calamai was um, she was an Italian actress in the really popular in the 30s and 40s Mm. and she was like in the movie her character is oh I used to do acting and have so much fun and my husband made me stop and whatever and then we cut over to like multiple close-up shots and it is all just actual stills from her old movies I thought that was a very nice like easy touch yeah Yeah. I feel like we don't do that I feel like that happened a little bit in, we still do it. Yeah. We do it. Nowadays, we do it a lot more of we get an actor's childhood photos and put yeah. those into a movie. Yes. That's, that's the old photos that we always use. We don't. Absolutely. You're right. We don't really use the like old faded actor. and We don't use it as sort of a commentary or like a yeah. meta purpose almost of saying like, hey, it's an actual old washed up actor who's yeah. playing an old washed up actor. Yeah, we just get Brad Pitt Who's bitter about. We just. <laughs> fuck. That's for fucking true. I don't. I don't care. Hey, I like Brad Pitt. I mean, yeah, good. Brad Pitt's good. Brad I'm sorry. Like, I think we were, I'm sorry. I think we were talking about, but Brad Pitt is a character actor who is simply too handsome for his yeah, own. Like, just <laughs> too smoky hot. He wanted to do a bunch too of weird ass roles, and he was like, you are 
out of you are a 10 out of 10 sir you have to be a leading man i did just realize we didn't get your score on this movie of course, God, I missed everything. It was a complete <laughs> zero for five or however many fucking required things. Um, I would absolutely give this a Mr. Cool. I think this is a very good... Yeah. Again, like we, like uh, Devin brought up before, I think there's enough fundamental issues that I can't give it a go, Skull Alien, even though I do really like this. Like, we don't I, have it there, but I would give it a high, Mr. Cool. Like, right. I really did like this. Um, but I think it's niche, like that sort of genre niche and Definitely. the things I talked about leave it at Mr. Cool for me. Like they don't jump up to that final thing of like, I'm going to be a zealot for this movie. Right. I, I think the fundamental issues that we've talked about, like the, the pacing and mm-hmm. shot selection or not shot selection, but shooting. Yeah. Those aren't what make it not a ghost skull alien for me. I think it's just not characters enough. Right. It's okay. really cool. It's great horror. It's very good, you know, murders. It's, I love a murder mystery. But, like, at the end of the day, it's like Mark's just man who was thrown into this situation and then I goes, okay. I'm going to solve the murder. And it's like, okay, you know, why? Yeah. What's driving Even you? Because the other thing that was, you, you mentioned this before, and it is something that I'm drawing parallels to in a couple of ways, is Changeling. Which yeah. does really have like character to at least its main character, you know, at least to its at least to no, exactly. uh, George it's, C. Scott. It's, it's an, to me a, an engaging main character who's got motivations beyond executing the plot. I want the I want the movie to be over. Yeah, like I want to end that's, the movie. That's what really can bring you to that that top level. Yeah, if you don't have I that. Agree. It's sort of just like I love that you put together a really good tight story yeah but you just put in like you slash anyone who's john every man walking yeah through. yeah yeah so that's almost the equivalent of an audience insert but without it yeah like just trying to get Honestly, yeah yeah a, a product to move the plot exactly or a commodity to move the plot exactly. yeah absolutely yeah man Wow, this is a hey, this is a very good episode. I appreciate. It. Thank you so much for coming back on and subbing in of course. when we needed the help. Uh, do not, do not comment on whether it was a good episode. <laughs> comment, <laughs> comment, comment that it was good. Lie. Comment Lie your favorite Italian name. <laughs> that yes, please. Absolutely, I want to see that. Um, Start a mailing a, campaign. A mailing to Viacom. God, get him to resign Jesus us. Jesus Christ. <laughs> From our dreams. <laughs> yeah, from the fake life where that was true. Of the multiverse where that happened. Um, I want to say a big thank you to Eyes of Astoria for the theme song, our theme song, Dead Walk. I did it right, Jorge. The what? Jorge messed it up one time because I think we were all drinking where they said, I want to thank Dead Walk for the theme song, Eyes of Astoria. And it will never be lived. It will simply <laughs> roasted and toasted forever. Amen. Um, big thanks to Eyes of Astoria for Deadwalk. Uh, thank you to Melanie for running our Instagram. Um, Devin, you can be found nowhere. Nowhere. If you liked hearing Devin, which I'm assuming from all of the comments I'm about to read that you did, Mario, Mario, a Mario, 100% Mario, Mario. Positive comment rating of Mario, Mario, Mario. Um, if someone says Fellini, I'll give you. I'll I'll spit in your eye if I yeah, see right. you. Um, but uh, Devin can be found if you liked his 
commentary and things, you can find other episodes on the Podcast People tab section of thebloodystream.com, which is also where you can search for this movie and find all the great resources we have there. Thanks only to Jorge and a little <laughs> bit of me and Devin for the design of the logo. And that's he pretty much it. stood over their shoulder and went, mm, maybe push that slide I went, I had the onus of the idea and then Jorge went True. here's this and I went no wrong do this I said put wow. some static on that bitch and everybody went ooh um, and here we are today with our viewers our listeners um, you can find <laughs> uh, we also want to shout out our sister podcast Downtime with John and Emily the how to podcast by siblings who don't know anything you can find them on getdowny.com or on social media at Downey Siblings, D-O-W-N-E-Y, siblings as in brother and sister. I'm forgetting my own outro at this point. I'm so lost without Jorge. Um, any any uh, <laughs> mentions? I think that's the other thing. We're doing everything in such a bass backwards order. Uh, no, I did not have any mentions. I would just, I would mention Stranger Things season four, which I watched and it was fun. Solid smiley I'm face. Gonna, yeah, I'm gonna Solid mention sm- Kate Bush for well done. Kate oh Bush. god, Kate Bush, Ghost Skull Alien, everything forever. I'm at. Um, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. I think that's where I'm at. At Bloody Stream Pod, and we will talk to you. Same bloody time, same bloody channel. But with Jorge. Hey, you might be another one. <laughs>